six sides of school I fat in no for today I hit the radio dial and turn it up all the way I play Hey everybody and welcome back to the UK Hockey Fam Podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm Finn. And I'm Jonty. Jonty's joined us here tonight for one of our special uh, episodes during the NHL's shutdown. Corona. Right, so we decided to make this special series of short episodes. And um, while everybody's shut in at home and and there's no hockey on, and uh, we're sort of rolling with the format a bit. We put it out to listeners on uh, our Instagram and on Twitter and stuff, and loads of people have been uh, getting in touch with us, telling us what they'd like us to talk about on the the podcast. So we got a few ideas, a couple cool things um, to talk about. As always, our listeners uh, have come up with some really good ideas. So uh, some of the things we're going to talk about tonight, Finn's going to do a piece on the history of the NHL. Yep. Uh, John T is going to talk about a hockey team called the Sutton Sting. Yep. Um, I'm going to talk about a uh, new hockey team that's just formed recently here in the UK called the London Yeti. Uh, also, um, we're going to maybe touch on some uh, Finn and I's recent visit to the Hockey Hall of Fame and a bunch of other stuff. So um, where should we kick off? I don't know. I don't mind. Okay. It's all a good episode, right? One of the things I wanted to talk about first on this episode was um, if people have been watching, um, looking at social media, there's something that uh, that the world of hockey has embraced called the Lou Roll Challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, obviously, the, this whole thing with the coronavirus and everybody buying up all the uh, the toilet rolls, um, you know, which is a crazy thing. And, and to be honest, I've been to the grocery store every day for about 10 days, I think, maybe less. Yeah, that sounds sad. Um, <laughs> and what we're doing is instead of stockpiling stuff, we're just doing little gap fills, right? So every day, if we one of us can, we um, pop along to the grocery store and get just get a basket full of stuff that, of stuff that we weren't able to get on previous days because everything's sold out. And what I can say is, during every one of those visits, I have never laid eyes on a single toilet roll in any shop. No. So. Any notion that they're sorting out the supply chain and whatnot and um, filling the stores back up is totally bogus, right? Because they just it's just not happening. But anyway, so the hockey world, which it tends to be filled with really great people and really good-humored people, have sort of uh, of uh, they've they've hooked onto this and created something called the Toilet Roll Challenge, and. Um, what they're doing is doing stick tricks, and instead of where they would use a puck or a ball in a hockey stick, they're using a toilet roll instead. Have you seen this? I have indeed. Yeah. Have you seen this, John? Yeah. So one of the one of the people that um, that we are connected to on social media is a guy called uh, his um, Instagram handle is that uh, the hockey dad life. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. I'm a hockey dad. Uh, anyway, so he's got a son who plays hockey, and I think. He, his son may play for Sutton Sting Juniors. I could have that wrong. But they suggested to us that we should talk about Sutton Sting. And um, his name's Chris, by the way, the hockey dad, the other hockey dad. 
and um, they uh, they are participating in the Toilet Roll Challenge. So if you want to see them having a go at this sort of thing, check out the Hockey Dad Life. We've also had a, our own little go at the uh, Toilet Roll <laughs> Challenge yesterday. By by own go, I think you mean uh, adaptation of a go. <laughs> we had a go, and if you look at uh, our Instagram feed, you'll see the results of our efforts on the Hockey Toilet Roll Challenge. One more thing I'll say on that before we go, and that is that Bauer... Uh, the uh, equipment manufacturer, most famous for probably skates, um, but also uh, they make every bit of equipment, have uh, created a hashtag called Hockey at Home. And that's all letters, hashtag Hockey at Home. And uh, what they want people to do is show how they're managing to cope with there being no hockey. You can't get out to the rink. Um, there's no hockey to watch on TV, but nobody wants the sport of hockey to suffer from that. So everybody is having their own take on how they're managing to either train or practice their skills or try and keep hockey involved in their life while they're stuck at home. Uh, and we're exactly the same. So check out, um, the hashtag hockey at home. And if you post something uh, yourself of uh, um, hashtag hockey at home, Bauer uh, promises to share some of the better ones that they find. And um, and it, it's it's great for us all to share in the hockey communities to share our efforts of how we're trying to keep connected to the sport while we're stuck in. Anyway, where should we go next? Jaunty, do you want to talk about the Sutton Sting? Okay. All right. Um, Lean in a little bit. All right. So the Sutton Sting is an English hockey team that plays for the NIHL, that's the National Ice Hockey League. Um, their city is Sutton in Ashfield. They were founded in 2009. Uh, they're in the North Division. Their home arena is at... Hey, the hang on just a sec. This is a funny thing. So that's really good. Yeah. This is a funny thing about them, right? They've got two rinks, don't they? So go on to so where do they practice? Uh, they practice. Or their home rink. Where, where's their home rink? Uh, the wait. Yeah, the that's the that one you. Yeah. The Lamas Leisure Center. Is their home rink right? Yeah. But they don't play their games there. No, they play their games at um, Sheffield Ice and Ice Sheffield instead. Wait, and why? Why do they play their games there? Uh, because Lamas is too small. Yeah. So their home ice is, like so many um, places uh, in the UK, home ice is too small to actually play a match game. So they play their um, actual games at uh, Ice Sheffield, which um, I played myself. And uh, uh, Scott Antcliffe, who uh, comes on the show regularly, uh, his team's also based there. Um what else you got? Is that have you got any more facts about them? Uh, their colors are le um yellow and black. Okay. Uh, their logo shows a wasp. I'm not sure about his name or if he has a name. Um, and he's holding a hockey stick. Um. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty good. Okay, so that's Jaunty covering the Sutton Sting by request. Uh, so check them out. They've got a website if you want to go on there. That's where we got our info from. Uh, Sutton Sting, based, uh, do play their games at uh, Ice Sheffield. Um, another team that I wanted to talk about, who I just happened across when I was um, uh, mining around social media the other night, and I had an excellent chat with whoever it is that runs their Instagram page. And I don't know who that is. I forgot to ask. Apologies if you're listening. And um, this team is based in London. They are a relatively new team. And they have got just about the coolest logo of any UK 
ice hockey team I've ever seen. They are called the London Yeti. That's pretty sick. Have you seen their logo? I think you might have shown it to me. So it's a it's a it's a Yeti, which also known as Sasquatch or the Abominable Snowman. It's a Yeti holding a, a fierce looking one with sharp teeth, holding a hockey stick, and in front of him is this really I mean, whoever designed it, um, we'd love to know because it's fantastic. Check it out. It's a really, really well designed logo. In front of the Yeti, the angry Yeti holding the uh, hockey stick, is a, the um, skyline of London. And so you can see the buildings, and I think the London Eye is there and everything else. It yeah. is really, really cool. It's worth checking them out. London Yeti. Now, I don't have a tremendous amount to say about them because they are a new team. They're a rec league team. I believe they're looking for players. If you want to play with them, you can. I think they need you to uh, register with the team, um, and, they're, and, and I'm pretty sure they're looking for players. Uh, and they're based at Ali Pali, so uh, Alexandra Palace, which itself, if you've never played there, and Finn, you've played there a few times now. Yeah, I have. If you haven't been, um, it's an incredible thing because Alexandra Palace is like a famous landmark, old landmark in London. Yeah. And um, and they've managed to somehow shoehorn uh, a hockey rink into the existing structure. So usually you build a structure for a rink. Yeah. In this case, they've taken a, a, a historic building and and somehow squeezed a hockey rink in there. And it's a pretty good rink. It's pretty decent, yeah. Ice is a bit... Mm, here or there. <laughs> a bit dodgy. But the facilities and everything else, and, uh, you know, there's a great calf there and uh, really great seating and stuff. And, yeah. you know, it's a, cool, it's a cool place to check out. So if you've never been to Alexandra Palace, you should check it out. And you should definitely check out the London Yetis. Um, they've got a website, and you'll find them on Instagram for sure. They might be on uh, Twitter and that sort of thing as well. Had a quick chat with them. Sound like a, a good bunch of folks. Check out London Yeti. Really cool team. I hope to check them out myself. Yeah. Um, Alexander Palace is also the rink in the Christmas movie this year, That's it? right. So every year, um, there's usually one or two big Christmas-released films. Um, so you think about like Love Actually or something like that was a huge, the huge Christmas release yep. one year. And this year's was called Last Christmas. Yep. And it was written by Emma Thompson. And it was based on the songs of um, of George Michael. And yep. that's why Last Christmas was a wham tune. Anyway, in that, the ice rink at Alexandra Palace has a really famous role in that. Yeah. So there's a there's a it, at least one scene. Um, where they go skating, they break into an ice rink in the middle of the night, and they go skating, and it's actually Alexandra Palace where that's filmed at. So check that out. Anyway, a diversion. London Yetis, check them out. They seem like a really cool team. Right. Um, this brings me to where? What should we talk about? NHL. Yeah, I can do. So I uh, I've been doing my research. So with the NHL uh, NHL season uh, being suspended currently because of the coronavirus. We thought it would be a good idea to do some research on the whole background of it and pick out some really key things with the NHL and its history, uh, just to give everyone here some more background information if you didn't know already. Um, so there, there are a couple of things which um, have been almost lost in history, I think, Yeah, when I was, I love do, when I was doing this. So uh, the NHL was founded in Montreal, Canada uh, on the 26th of November, 1917. So that's 1917, why... 1917, okay. That's why 2017 was the centennial year. Yeah. Um, and, but the original, the, the original, uh, teams, what, it wasn't the original six. Oh, okay. So the first actual NHL teams were the Montreal Canadiens. Okay. The Montreal Wanderers, mm -hmm. the Ottawa Senators, and the Toronto Arenas. So there were four teams. Only four teams. 
that's really interesting. And but they called that the National Hockey League because I'll bet you some purists out there are going to say, "Hang on, no." So the, the original six were the were, was the NHL. No. So nineteen seventeen was when the whole NHL was founded, right? Yeah. And from nineteen seventeen till nineteen forty two, there were the, only these four teams. Okay. Okay. So what happened was the NHA, the National Hockey Association, yeah. was the uh, league before. Okay. And they folded. Right. And then they bec- and then uh, they said, oh, let's make a new league called the National Hockey League. Okay. And so they made that. That's why 1917 is uh, the centennial year. Right. Okay. So the original six are the original. So And the, the, this was, I think the reason they call it the original six is because up until 1942, it's pretty much experimental, right? There were only four teams. Right. Um, and this bring, brings me on to the Stanley Cup because that's old. Yeah. It's older than the league itself. Super old. I love the story of this Stanley Cup. So I, I don't I don't have the full story because I think you might want to cover it yourself, but I do have some uh, some stuff some things about it. But uh, anyway, so the original so we talked about the original uh, NHL teams. Yeah. Um. Uh. The and then we have the original six, which is 1942 to 1967. Yeah. And uh, so uh, these were teams consisting of the Montreal Canadiens, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Boston Bruins, the Detroit Red Wings, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the New York Rangers. Yeah. Um. And then so if if you look if you look back at the uh, first. Uh, first NHL teams, first real NHL teams. Yeah, you'll see that Montreal and Leafs uh, were the were the two actual first uh, old and oldest NHL teams because like still in, in existence or whatever. Because for sure. uh, uh, Ottawa uh, is uh, both an original six and an original team. Right. But um, they uh, they folded as a franchise. That's right. Mid, uh, mid uh, just near, like uh, near the expansion or something. Yeah. And uh, so that that counts as one franchise. But they came back still being the Ottawa Senators. But the franchise, uh, they count they count it as two franchises, so they have okay. two different records. That's interesting. Um, this is all stuff I found out when yeah, I was yeah. Googling. Uh, talking about the expansions, the expansion was uh, therefore in 1967. The first one. The first, the, the, they call it the great expansion. Because yeah. there have been like teams added. There have been no like proper full expansions with this many teams. Yeah. So they call this the great expansion, and then teams were added from there. I mean, Vegas was uh, added a couple years ago yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Seattle's uh, 2020. Yeah, piecemeal. Te- little teams here and there. Yeah, Seattle- the first big... The the, fir- the first and pr- and the biggest expansion, which will was probably the only one I'll talk about. I couldn't find. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go through every single one. Right, go on. So there were six bad. teams. Uh, yeah. So the Oakland Seals or the California Golden Seals, mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Flyers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, St. Louis Blues, Los Angeles Kings, and the Minnesota North Stars. So this oh, is I remember this is, them. This is before the Wild. Yeah, before yeah. The oh, I Stars. fully remember Minnesota North Stars. Of course you would. <laughs> hey, older than that, you know. Uh, um, but so th- this is the first expansion. And then the uh, and then I thought I'd talk about some of the games. So the first ever NHL game yeah. was uh, I couldn't find the date. There was there's no date for this. I couldn't find it. Yeah. But the first game was uh, Ottawa versus Montreal, and this was back in the in like 1917 times. Okay. So that was the first ever NHL game. Right. And Montreal won, uh, I believe, seven four. Wow. Well done finding that out. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the first NHL All Star game took place at Maple Leafs Gardens. Uh, the the home of the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, on October thirteenth, nineteen forty seven. Wow! So post Second World War. And this is this is when the original six teams came in. Okay. So forty seven. It was uh, five years after the uh, original six. So nineteen? Did you say nineteen seventeen originally? So nineteen seventeen was when it was created, and, and the, then the thirty first years teams. with just four teams. Yep. Thirty years. Yep. That doesn't sound right. I googled it on the NHL website. Oh, well, so, Google's I never mean, wrong, is it, John? NHL's never wrong. I love you know. <laughs> well, the internet can lie. Can it? Yeah. Have you ever seen a lie on there? No, but I Finn have never told me seen that it. earlier. <laughs> Finn, you said, 
um, all the things I searched might not be real. Because you said the internet <laughs> might <laughs> might lie. You did say that. I did. Uh, it's probably true. Okay, right. I mean, where, where were we? In fairness, there, there's one more controversial thing that I found on NHL.com, but we'll get to that. Okay. So, uh, the first All-Star game, the first ever NHL game. Yeah. Uh, and then we got on to the Stanley Cup, and this is where you might want to take over for the actual story of it, but uh, there's a couple of facts here. The Stanley Cup was established in 1893, so before the uh, NHL was uh, founded. Yep. And the first ever winner was Montreal Hockey Club in the AHAC. I couldn't find out what that meant, but AHAC was the league I have no at the idea. time. Um, and the most ever wins of the cup was the Montreal Canadiens with 24. Boo. The longest cup drought is the New York Rangers with 53. The, the Leafs are only one season away. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? This could be the season. Um, <laughs> yeah, the only thing I really know about the Stanley Cup is I believe... So I've um, managed to... We've talked about this uh, on a previous episode because you and I have recently been to the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. And uh, I have personally come in contact with the Stanley Cup twice in my life. You were in contact with the real one at one point. So the there are, to my knowledge, there are three cups. Yep. There is one that sits in the in the uh, hockey hall of fame, which is essentially a replica, and anybody can go and have their picture taken, and touch with that it, and, and touch it. And we've we've been there and touched that. Then there's one that tours around. And yeah. uh, they use for different ceremonies and things like that. And it's also the ones that don't. Is it the one that the players use for their day with the cup or whatever? I think that that's actually the one that you see that gets that Ovi would hoist over his head and skate around with. I think I'm not sure. The original one I know for a fact was actually made from a silver-plated fruit, like punch bowl or fruit bowl. Yeah, is the re- is the cup that's on the top, and it was it was uh, attached to at the time quite a short trophy. And obviously they attach those rings, yeah. bands every t- year, or well, every time that they need, they run out of space for another one. And every team member or pers- uh, personnel attached to that team gets listed on the cup, so it takes up a huge amount of space. Yeah. So the rings are also retired to the Hockey Hall of Fame, and that's where yep. they live. No, we saw, we saw just some of the rings, I think. There's like three of them or something. Yeah, and so we also know, coming back to Leafs and Rangers, that I think, isn't it this year, that if, a, if they fill in the final space on the remaining ring, that the, the ring containing any win by Leafs or Rangers will be taken off this year. So no Rangers, not not Rangers, not Rangers. They won in '94. Oh, '94. Sorry, of course, uh, uh, all that. So Leafs, I think Leafs will the, disappear off the Stanley I think, Cup. I thought it was like two years, maybe two years. Because like a few years ago, it was like thirteen or something. We could know. be, we could be, uh, yeah, we could be. Off. <laughs> could anyway, be a, off a diversion. We could do a whole episode on the Stanley Cup. We'll do some more digging on that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'll bet you people um, out there are screaming at us uh, at their. Uh, at oh their yeah, if if you happen to know more than us, especially in the NHL subject, please do get in touch. Yeah, do. If we got any of this stuff wrong, just hit us up on social media and tell us where we went wrong. We'll happily, uh, what do you call it, uh, rectify it or whatever. <laughs> okay, Recti- <laughs> the rectifier. I, I, I think that's what it is. Okay, I, I think right. it's the same thing. Uh, anyway, and then I have a I have a couple. Um, what do you call uh, stats for you? Okay, go so on. player stats. Yep. So Wayne Gretzky, the great one. Best player of all time, he uh, <laughs> he holds the records for most most career regular season goals, assists, points, and hat tricks. And he's also in the tandem for the best brother duo with his brother. Uh, I think yeah, it's Keith. Uh, I th- Keith. It? I, I think it was like so. Brett or something. Brett Gretzky. Uh, Brett Gretzky. No. Wait, no. Brent. 
Brent Gretzky. Is that what he's Brent. called? So yeah, he had three three brothers. Uh, I think Keith, Brent, and and Wayne. And uh, Keith didn't make it to the NHL. No. He was the older brother. All oh, right, okay. Wayne was he the middle the one, and then Brent made it to the NHL. I think he played for Tampa Bay. I'm 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 like I'm basing this basing this like off. <laughs> he got four points. Right. Uh, <laughs> Gretzky got one thousand. Uh, no, he got. 2,857. So, so together, they still hold the, the sibling total. They, they hold the sibling total with 2,861 I points. That. I love that stat. Uh, Gretzky also holds the record with 50 career uh, career hat-tricks, <laughs> which is it's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty it's, good. It's, it's not bad. Uh, 894 goals and 1,963 points. Gosh. Uh, so not points, assists, sorry. He wasn't rubbish. He, he wasn't bad, man. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> he, I, I believe he did, yeah. Right, where um, are we at with the history of the NHL? And then I've got just two more uh, stats for the best defenseman, best goalie. Okay. And best goalie is controversial, which is why I said about NHL.com. This is what I found it. I said per N... So I, I, I've got it per NHL.com. Okay. So according to NHL, the best goalie in NHL history is Patrick Waugh. Oh, really? Yeah, so, cause he, so he won three Smythe trophies, four Stanley Cups, won the Stanley Cup with both the best team in, in the NHL and the worst team in the NHL. Impressive, and uh, he also has the most all-time playoff wins, which isn't bad for a goalie. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, did I ever tell you about the famous goalie who's from my hometown? Uh, yeah, maybe. Way, way back, like twenty, uh, twenty-five episodes ago or something. I might have mentioned it. Maybe. So I'm from. I was born in a town called Perth, Ontario. Yep. And uh, the famous goalie from Perth, Ontario, is Billy Smith, New York Islanders. Okay. You have to you have to look him up. <laughs> Find out he played like three games and one win or something. Hey, <laughs> nah, I, I don't know. I've never heard of him. Could have been two. <laughs> Could have been two. <laughs> no, he was good. He was. No, yeah. I think he. Uh, I think that he, he won uh, Stanley Cup or two. What was it? Was it Smith. What, Billy Smith? Smith. Billy Smith. Billy Smith. I actually think I've heard that, but I don't. I don't know any yep. more about it than okay. that. Okay. All right. That, that'll be Future something episode. we can. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that next time. Uh, and then finally, the best scoring defenseman. Who do you think this is? Uh, Al McGuinness. No. Uh, Probert. No. Wendell Clark. No. Uh, Topo Gigio. <laughs> Dude, come on, man. I don't know. Chanty, uh, any ideas? Uh, Muzzin? Jake Muzzin. Yes, Jake Muzzin. Jake Muzzin. I think I mentioned a forward or two. What, Wendell Clark? Is, <laughs> when was he a defenseman? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, in the early days. <laughs> the early days. Dude, dude, some like dude. I mean, transitioning from forward to defense during a play doesn't count. Okay. Or power play. That, that hey, you count. escape backwards. You're a defender in my books. <laughs> if you play defense on the point on the power play, that counts, right? So Mitch Marner's def- Mitch Marner's a defenseman, right? About that really good defenseman. Is it me? <laughs> Is it Jonty? <laughs> Are you a defender? Yeah. I thought you has were a Jonty, Has Jonty got um? Has Jonty got one thousand five hundred seventy nine NHL points? Um, what do we think? Maybe I might sneak off to the NHL now and again. <laughs> now and again. Oh, right. okay. uh, no, the best, the best scoring defenseman in all ta- of all time is Ray Bork. Oh, of course. Yeah, he was great. He, he was pretty good, apparently, yeah. co- according to his stat totals. Do you know who was in second? And it wasn't close. They had, I think they. Well, if I didn't get the first, I'm not going to get the like second. Sixty. Uh, it was Paul Coffey. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were very close. They were uh, both in the 1500s. So. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. cool. So, yeah, that, that concludes my brief history of, of the, the NHL. NHL. All right, that's awesome. Right, i got a couple more things to mention. Remembering that we're trying to keep these ones short and more regular, so we're trying to put out, you know, so far we, we, this will be the third one we managed this week. 
Um, we just wanted to be little sound bites for you when you're sitting at home wishing that you had something to listen to about hockey. Anyway, um, what happens to this year? In what sense? So I've read a few things about how um, they, you know, nobody knows how long this is going to go on, how long we'll all be shut up in our homes, uh, unable to go to events, um, pro sports is all on hold and everything else. The NHL has stopped short of saying that this year is, is nullified. They are still hopeful that they will be able to continue something on, and award the Stanley Cup to someone. Yeah, so, I've heard this. Uh, so what have you heard? So I've seen that they are looking, and th- this is uh, with the players' organization and the players themselves that they've been discussing this with. And um, what they're thinking of doing is having uh, training camps. You know how at the start of every year they have like a training camp uh, for like a, like a week or two yep. to get everyone uh, in shape and ready for the season. So everyone's playing with each other. They haven't played with each other all off season. You know. Yep. I mean, if you think about it, this, is almost an off season, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's going to be it's well, it's, well, me- now, it's me- yeah, we're yeah sort of currently like in a in an enforced yeah off-season. yeah yeah. Um, so what they're thinking of doing is having a uh, training camp and then in like, and then have and then playing the playing the last few games of the regular season. Yeah. Then doing like a round robin playoffs. Um, oh, you're hearing a a, re- a rare appearance from the UK hockey dog there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somehow we're in a different room. This with is, walls. This is how things are coming apart <laughs> during the Corona break. <laughs> and dog is shouting. Yeah. Sorry, man. Barking, sorry. Wrecked your flow. Carry on. <laughs> no. The dog is shouting. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks for that. Okay. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so what they're thinking of doing is then finishing the regular season after the training camp. Yeah. Then doing a round-robin playoffs. You know how in the WHF you have, like, ever, all teams play each other. That's and right. And then like, the winners go on. So yeah, there, yeah, it, yeah. there's not, like, a seven-game series and, like, five yeah, different yeah. series, right? No. Um, so they're thinking of doing that to make it quick in, yeah. the, like, September, October time. So, so what you're saying is, any points totals that people had at the end of the suspended season are just null and void. No, 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 no. no? They, so, oh, so, so that's as long as it, as long as all this ends by around July, right? They're just, they're gonna uh, do training camp at the end of July. That, yeah, I heard that. Around August, September, they'll finish the regular season, and then, then, and then straight after that, they'll do the playoffs. Okay. And then I think mid mid October they'll do the draft and oh, okay. any extra signings that need to go right. around or whatever. Right. Um, and then they'll, then they will, uh, then I'll have a month off Yeah. and then it should start in, uh, November, December sometime. Okay, cool. The, right. the 2020, 2021 season. Well, that sounds pretty good. That's, that's what I've heard anyway. Okay. I've seen this on Instagram. Yeah, I've seen it too. That's pretty I've, much what I've heard. I also, right. uh, Dang- Steve Dangle talked about it that's in right. his recent video. Yep. So uh, this this is what they're speculating. Who knows if we'll even be out, allowed out by July? Because if yeah. if we're not, then this season is done. Yeah. There's not there's not 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 enough time to um, do everything. Like even if you if you if you stop the seasons now, yeah. you've got teams who are in a playoff race. Like Florida are only a couple like a few points behind the Leafs. Yeah, and they could technically get in. And if they get us out, we're not in a wildcard spot. You know. That's right. So they're all these big playoff races. I mean, Tampa Bay and Boston, you may as well just give them to a final. Like, they're making the playoffs no matter what at this point. I you, almost, know? you know what sucks? Is I almost... So, obviously, I want Leafs to win. Of course. If there's a Stanley Cup being awarded, I want the Leafs to win. You know 100% that somehow, like, in this crazy world, this would have somehow been the season that the Leafs somehow managed to pull something out the bag. My big worry is, is that somehow the Maple Leafs will win the Stanley Cup, but forever it'll be like, oh, yeah, you just won it in the year, oh, the, yes. the Corona year. Yeah, you, it wasn't real. It, it wasn't real. Like at least, at least fudge their way into it in the, in the Corona year. 
Yeah, like teams teams were prepared, you know. Like I desperately want to win it, but I sort of don't want to don't want to win it this way. Yeah, it, it, it's it would be great, but it wouldn't be as great as winning it like with a full season, like yeah, doing well all season, you know. But who knows? Cups a cup, right? I'll take it. <laughs> I will take one after fifty-one years of waiting. Listen, I got one other thing to talk about. Yeah, on go my, for it. On my list of stuff. So, um, of the various people that have been t- in touch with us, um, uh, suggesting different uh, bits and pieces, uh, I've uh, there's somebody called goes by the name of the Hockey Lady who reached out to us on Instagram, and the Hockey Lady, uh, also known as Ray Ray, which is ironic because it is our surname. Um, she is a co-presenter of the House of Hockey podcast. Oh yeah, and um, she's really great. If you haven't seen her, check her out on um, on Instagram. I know she's on there. She's probably on Twitter too. Uh, the Hockey Lady. Uh, she does really great stuff about hockey. Uh, they do a podcast of their own. She reached out and and um, and we connected and had a chat the other night about uh, podcasts and and um, we were thinking about maybe doing the link up. That would be great. So watch this space. We might be hooking, uh, linking up with the um, with the hockey lady and or the House of Hockey podcast. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So we, we, we uh, I believe we've got a few people we want to get on. I mean, we've been doing p- pumping these out quick recently. Yeah. This this one was long for us because we were kind of busy the last couple of days. Yeah. So we had to push it off a couple for a bit, but we're hoping to do them every couple of days. Corona life is a weird life, right? Like well, you start out the day thinking you have a bit of time, and then all sorts of weirdness can happen. And the next thing you know. You've run out of time. Especially with the school and stuff. So uh, yeah. in, in England, uh, all big like GCSE exams have been uh, cancelled. Um, uh, like year 10 mocks. So for me, my exams have been cancelled as well. Yeah. And, they've, uh, and they're going to do something with that. But the thing is, I'm still in school technically. Yep. Because I'm in year 10. I, I have to, I'm doing my actual exams next year. That's right. Which means that I still, I'm still doing work. Yep. So I'll wake up in the day and think, oh, I want to do this, this and this. I want to play hockey. I want to go for a bike ride. And I want to do a podcast, but then I end up doing like four or five hours of work as if I was in school anyway, because that's, yeah. that's what I'm meant to do. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it, it you, like you wake up and you just don't know what's going to happen. No, no. For me, I mean, it's been weird. Some days I can't decide whether I should have a beer at noon or wait till three or what. <laughs> Lucky guy over here. Anyway, but this is this is his flipping <laughs> dilemma. Should I have this beer or this beer? Should I drink it now? Should I drink it later? Well, we've got new house rules now that I'm in the, in charge of the uh, classroom of the UK hockey fam. Uh, there's no no beer before three o'clock during the week. What? That, that's great school hours. That, that I know sucks. it sounds crazy, but uh, you know, I <laughs> know it sounds crazy. <laughs> just the way it's going to be. <laughs> right. One other thing, Scott um, Aunt Cliff is normally on. People that listen to the podcast know that if it's a normal episode, Scott's always on. Uh, he's our UK expert, and he will be back on. We were talking to him just yesterday. Uh, he's actually currently researching and reaching out to a few um, guests that we could have on. He's he's be great. he's yeah. sourced out some amazing guests for us in the past, uh, including uh, Rachel Cartwright, who's a brilliant uh, women's GB player. Yep. Uh, and also Liam Kirk, uh, a, a British guy drafted to the NHL, currently playing with, well, was playing with the uh, Peterborough Peets. Is on, with? Is, is been on, sorry. With S, uh, least prospect, prospect uh, Semyon der Agrichensev. There you go, whoever And yep. Nick Robertson. Oh, there Both you go. Both that, that line is, that line was, I think, the top scoring line in the AHL. There season. you go, it's fantastic. Just saying. Uh, Liam Kirk was the main person I was talking about, but and some other dudes. Anyway, uh, so Scott will be back. He's uh, digging around trying to line up some um, some special guests. Scott's a school teacher, so he's probably you know um, it's dodgy times for school teachers as well because although the classrooms are shut, teachers are still doing their best to support uh, learners remotely. 
Um, but we're in touch with him, and he'll be back. So those people that are thinking, hey, hang on, there's been three uh, pods since we heard from Cliffy, uh, he'll be back on. Don't worry. Um, normally we do a bunch of shout-outs to various uh, companies that support us and support hockey. But if we keep if we do that this time, it'll be like a third of the length of the entire podcast because we're doing these short ones. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to just quickly say a tribute to the sports screen, who yes. we talk about all the time. The sports we've got a sports screen in our house. It's this amazing um, training aid. Uh, it's a screen that comes down in front of a wall or a, a garage door or a window or whatever else, so you can fire pucks at it. You can also haul baseballs and lacrosse balls at it as well. Our one comes complete with a hockey goalie on it, so that uh, you can rip shots at it. That thing is going to form part of our family's um, PE class. <laughs> yeah yeah for the for the weeks and months going forward where everybody all the fam is locked in here at home um and they're teaching and learning at home so um it's a great thing look out there sports screen's amazing look out for things like that that can help you keep um physical education and especially hockey structured in your home so that we're all ready to hit the ice when this whole thing yeah goes over. The, the one thing with a sports screen especially is that how many years we have it like three or four years now Oh, it could be that long. Like it's it's been a good few years, but it like it's survived multiple winters and there's like literally no damage to it. No, it looks like brand it's new. so durable. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's so cool. We have an electric one too, which is just absolutely amazing. But anyway, listen, let's not dwell there. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in again. Um, these are special special editions. We're doing shorter podcasts because we're just trying to do sh- um, short, but more often. Um, because we just want to stay connected as a hockey community. Uh, so thanks for listening. Jonty, anything to say? Nope. Okay, thank you for <laughs> <Nope>. that. <laughs> right, so we'll be back uh, in a couple days' time, and hopefully we can get Cliffy on and stuff like that. Do reach out to us on uh, social media. So Twitter and Instagram seem to be the main um, vehicles that people are using at the moment to get in touch with us. All the ideas that we've talked about in the last three episodes have come from you guys that are listeners who've reached out to us and said, hey, what about this? So keep the ideas flowing. Um, we could really use some new ones. If you if it's something to do with hockey or a team, your own team or a team you know of and you want us to talk about them, just get in touch because we will do it. Right? Yeah. That's it for me. Anything else, Finn? No, I'm I'm good here too. Right. Everybody stay safe, stay tight, stay close, and we'll speak to you again in a couple of days. See you guys. It's Cheers. The best game you can name, and the best game you can name is the good